0: Genuinely can't tell if that's good. G'day, what's up? This is Aiden Jones, and you are listening to Sitting Under a Tree for Tuesday, the 11th of May 2021. How are you guys? Thanks for listening, and I hope you're doing well. I hope you're having a lovely Tuesday. I'm just having truly, truly the most delightful time. I am currently sitting in my hire car in a town. What's the name of this town where I'm at? I'm in the middle of country, New South Wales, in a town called Molong, 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 tiny town. I'm on a street called Banjo Patterson Way. That's, that's some Australian shit right there. By the way, if you didn't catch the podcast last week, I'm allowed to swear all I want now. I gave up. Suck shit. Also, congratulations to uh, again to my friend slash podcast listener Chris. Thank you for letting me and my girlfriend stay in your place, uh, and to your lovely girlfriend as well. And um, and also congratulations on catching me the only time that someone caught me swearing, as per the deal for the last few episodes. Uh, Sam, you had a crack, but you were wrong. Chris, congratulations, you were right. Uh, I. <laughs> Haven't given you your five dollars. Um, I'm in the. I'm in Malong. It's just, man. Today has just been so great. I've had the best time. I guess sometimes. I guess sometimes you really just need a moment to relax. <laughs> what was I about to say then? I was about to just say nothing I think I guess sometimes the, the one thing that you need is yourself <sighs> no one cares. Um, just it's just been a lovely day last night I did um, I've been doing you know Sydney comedy fest gigs all week and running around doing that I need an invoice for a bunch of things I just my mind at the moment for the last week has just been swimming with tasks and things that I know I have to do that I haven't really been doing. I've been falling behind on a lot of, you know, just like I've got a lot of projects right now that I'm excited about that I haven't had time to start because I've just been doing gigs and trying to see friends and hanging out with my girlfriend and all stuff that I like. Just drinking my tea. And then today... I've been able to just be by myself. I'm just dry. Got this hire car, and I'm just driving to this gig in Dubbo, and I've got no worries in the world other than don't crash the fucking hire car. So yeah, last night was um, after the like Sydney Comedy Festival was fantastic. Thank you to everyone who came out to those two shows, Saturday and Sunday. They were awesome shows. If you're listening to the podcast for the first time after coming to those shows, thank you. Um you fucking idiot. <laughs> Welcome to the f- most pointless podcast in the fucking world. Uh thank you for listening. Um yeah, so I just the, the the gigs were great, and I got like okay, this was kind of this is will paint a picture of the kind of weekend that I had, and I didn't. I guess I don't think that much having a girlfriend and uh, and you know a partner um, for the first time in my adult life is really. It's a good mirror. It's a good way to see your life through the eyes of someone else who's not going to lie to you or has no real agenda about you know painting you, like gassing you up or tearing you down. It's just an honest person having full access to your life. It's almost like an audit. You know, like when the tax man comes and they look through your books and they're like, are you paying your taxes? What's your business like? Give a, a true representation. It's like a personal audit of my life. I I have a girlfriend and, and you know, I'm like, okay, hey, come along and check out how I've been living my life for the last nine years. And uh, to have another person there, I'm forced to be like, wow, I'd, yeah, you know what? That's correct. I do do that. It's pretty weird, isn't it? It's a pretty insane way to live. So, like, um, we got our time together that was our time. And then the weekend was, like, uh, she was in Sydney. I'm doing my shows in the Sydney Comedy Fest. Um, so, it's not really time year marked for us. But it's, like, we're still going to spend time together while I do my comedy shit you know and uh friday night my original plan because i always try and fit so many things in was like all right i'm gonna um i had what did i have i had uh, originally i didn't have any gigs but then i took one because i got a weekend of like showcase gigs for the comedy festival so i was like friday saturday sunday i'm not gonna ask for just saturday sunday i'll take the friday as well great So now I have a gig on Friday night and then I got offered another gig on Friday night and I'm like, well, I'm already gigging on Friday night. So another, what's another one? So now I'm doing two gigs on Friday night. Then, and I go off to do that. Me and my girlfriend hang out in the day after we fly to Sydney, we hang out a bit and then she goes off. Oh, we got massages. That was nice. That, look, that was nice. Um... What is it with massage parlours and always being in the least savoury places? You never see a massage parlour and think like, oh, that's... They don't look inviting. Even when it's not sexual, it still feels like smutty. Do you know what I mean? Like all the massage parlours were like in malls or they're just... If, If a massage parlour is its own building, it's like flecked paint. Exposed brick It's like a dirty sign Or it's in a shopping mall And even then It's like the seediest thing In that mall It's never Like you go to like H&M And it's like drawing you in A massage parlour Is like Even though I'm just going there To have Some dude Like punch my shoulder For half an hour It still feels like I'm looking over my shoulder Before I walk in Like is this alright I hope no one Is watching me do this Shameful thing Um. Uh yeah, weird vibes around massages, uh, <laughs> we went and got massages, and, like, it was alright, I had to keep, t- I don't know what, like, I like it when, uh, my girlfriend massages me, it feels nice, but as soon as it's, like, I'm paying someone, it's, like, it, they're just going for, it's painful, The guy was, like, jabbing at different muscles in my back. I had to say go softer, like, three times. When he got to my head, I was like, this is sick. Go as hard as you want, man. I love a bit of pressure on my head. Um, I don't know why I feel uncomfortable talking about the massage that I got. It feels weird. I love a bit of pressure on my head. Obviously, there's a way to think of that that is, like, sexual, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about my actual head. Still feels uncomfortable. Anyway, we got a massage... And then, uh, I'm, yeah, going off to do my gigs and I'm sitting there having a coffee at like five and I get another message from another booker going, Hey, do you want to do this other gig? So now I've got three gigs, the other gigs for money. Great. So I'm, you know, obviously I'm going to do that, but it's still, it's just like suddenly my night went from having no gigs and, you know, maybe spending time with some friends to having one gig. All right, I'll do that. And then I'll go see some people to now I've got three gigs. And the third one is at Olympic park at a beer festival, which is like a half hour Uber out of the city. So far away. It's just now the whole night is gone, you know, and I do this when I'm by myself. I'm like, yeah, no problem. That's my night. I'll work every single night. I don't give a fuck. But now that I've got another person who is my partner who i want to spend time with and wants to spend time with me and their plans are, their plans are contingent on my plan it's like it's not just like me giving up my evening it's now they're giving up their plans that they had when my plans change as well so i don't know that's something that i guess i've had to think about what's going on i thought i said i was having a good day and now i'm starting talking about this negative shit um, I guess this is what I, uh, I guess that's to contextualize why this day has been good. Hasn't it? So, uh, yeah, do that all weekend. That beer festival was nuts. The beer festival gig was this huge tent. It's like the Olympic park. Pretty cool to go to. There was like the Kathy Freeman athletics track or something. I guess they named it after her cause she won the hundred meters in the 2000 Olympics. It was the Olympics place. It was like driving there. I was like, oh, this is where they had the Olympics. Pretty cool. Interesting to see. Like, all I could think about was all the money they spend on those huge, the Olympics, the World Cup, all of that. And it's like this huge infrastructure project. And then always afterwards, they're like, what the fuck are we going to do with this stuff now? It almost, it feels so wasteful, doesn't it? It's like, okay, we'll have the Olympics, we'll build this thing. But it's like half an hour out of the city. And now like the people organizing this beer festival were like, fuck, we wish we didn't have to have it here, but it's easier to get it here. It's like, yeah, because no one wants to fucking come here. Why build the Olympic stuff out there? Anyway, Kathy Freeman track. Lovely. Congratulations to her. Um, So uh, yeah, I go out there and... I love going to do these weird gigs because it's always going to be a shit fight. Like, I'm at a beer festival. It's Friday night. They've been drinking, I assume, all day. And I get there, and it's this enormous tent, like a marquee, but, like, enormous. Like, I can't see to the other end of it. It's that big. And uh, it's full of all these loud noises and bars and parlor games and drunk people. The first thing when I walk in, I see two guys walking out. And, uh, one of them walks past me and the snippet of conversation I catch is I just hear this guy go, man, I need to get fucking laid, bro. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, it's like at nine 30 at night. So I mean, yeah, I guess, but fuck imagining, imagine, imagine being the person who's just going to say that out loud. Like, of course, everyone's thinking that (laughs) you're just walking out. Out of a beer festival, gone. I need to fuck something, ASAP. Two hours. If that guy hasn't fucked, he's fu- he's punching his friend in the head. <laughs> what that basically is is, hey man, I got a bunch of energy and it needs to exit my body either through my dick or as a last result through a uh, resort through my fists. If that energy's not getting out the dick, that guy needs a medical fucking blowjob stat. That's what I, that was the energy that I kind of felt walking into the thing. It's just like a bunch of drunk people, mostly dudes. If it's women, it's, there were very few women there of their own volition by themselves. No groups of women. It wasn't a place where groups of women were going to have a good time. It was where men were going to have a good time. And sometimes women were going with them. That was the vibe. So, uh... I get to my liaison guy who set up the gig. I'm like, what's going on, man? And uh, he takes me to the place. The gi- <laughs> It's not in a separate room. It's not even in a tent. It's in the huge tent, but it's not in its own separate tent. There's just a stage and some chairs set up in what might as well be outside. And the plan evidently was to have it be a silent disco type setup so everyone has a set of headphones that I then do comedy to them and they hear in the headphones. But, of course, the headphones aren't working. So there's a bunch of headphones that don't work and a bunch of drunk people standing around going, what is this? And uh, thank fuck there was another comic on Saren Jayaman who I haven't seen in a few years. And we did the gig together. And, and you know what? Saren up top fucking just was taking hits, man. He did his 15 minutes and he was just wrangling that crowd, talking to him. And um, I don't think I would have been able to do the job that he did. I think fuck he went first because, man, he was a soldier, just taking hits and kept on talking and kept on doing jokes and having jokes bomb and one more and one more person and one more person would slowly sit down. So the time I went on, there were like 40 people watching the show and I got to just have a good set amongst the sounds of like beer, 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 just like a fairground around us. It was insanity. I can't believe, I can't believe that I got paid to do that. The people who set these gigs up, you know? I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. Well, let's have some comedy at our beer festival. Where are we going to put it? Just, just to the side, just to the side there, and we're not going to make it an event that people come to watch. It's just another attraction. It'll be next to the thing where you throw hoops over a stick and win a... F- <laughs> that was like the level of it. Whoever had the idea to have comedy is like, all right, we'll have a big hammer that you hit the thing and it, and, and the light goes up to the top. We've got to have one of those. We've got to have the hoops that you throw over the stick to win like a soft toy. And then we'll have a beer tasting bit. And then we'll have a stand up comedy next to that. Fuck me, man. This is my dream. This is my, um, this is my passion. This is my art form <laughs> anyway. So that was cool. And then Siren drove me back to, uh, to like the center of Sydney, so I could um, get back home to where I was staying at. We had a lovely chat. Saturday, Sunday, did the gigs, but it was just very stressful the whole time. I'm thinking, like, I don't, I've got, I've got some things in the works after the momentum that I got in Melbourne Comedy Festival. There was like some projects that I, you know, could fucking, if I get the chance to actually work on them, could come to maybe something get me like more people knowing who I am or a bit of money, which either of those at this point would be great. But I just have been feeling like I don't have time to work on any of those and it's been stressing me out. And uh, as much as I love seeing friends and hanging out with my girlfriend, those two things in the last week have also at times felt like they're drawing my attention away from my fucking career and my work. So today... Last night, I got to do two gigs. I could have done a third, but I heard there was no one at that open mic. Apologies for everyone who was running that. I don't know why I needed to say that. Um, Yeah, I did two gigs and uh, they were both great. And I got to do some new material for like, you know, I haven't really done that in like a month and a half. So that was sick. Try some new jokes. Stayed at uh, another mate's place. Smoked a bit of weed, watched uh, a domestic kind of confrontation. That was weird. <laughs> we get back to my mates' place. We're playing like, or I'm, I say I'm playing FIFA. I can't play FIFA. I don't know at what point in most men my age's life they just had a good crack at playing FIFA. But evidently, it's a skill that most guys just accrue at some point, and I just don't have that skill because. FIFA is a thing that guys just play. You sit down, hey, you want to play FIFA? Yeah, and I can't. I just I'm bad at it. Um, I was supposed to last night because I lost five nil. Apparently, if you lose five nil, you have to make a public apology on Facebook and apologize to your friends and your family and and uh, and God and the club. Uh, I lost five nil. I didn't do that. But so we're sitting there. I smoked a bit of weed and. My two mates were playing FIFA and we're all just kind of hanging out and they've been talking a little bit about some tension in the house. So suddenly we get uh, this guy walks in who is one of the sources of the tension evidently two of the housemates are fighting and this guy just walks in and goes, I'm moving out tonight. I'm going and staying in a hotel and the guy that lives there is like, well oh you know, like you don't have to do that man and he's like, nah, I'm doing it And then he just starts being really aggressive. he's just like, no one's on my fucking side. I'm. This is a house that I'm staying in for one night. I'm lying on the couch, like about to pass out. And then this this angry person looks over at me and goes, and who are you? Who are you? And I'm like, oh, hey, man, I'm Aiden. And he just looks at my friend and goes, oh, more hangers on, huh? More, more fucking layabout bums. And I'm like, oh, God. And I'm high. And this guy is just like being aggressive in this house, but it's his house, but he's moving out. So that was like, I did my gigs after a stressful, not stressful, but after a week where I felt like I was neglecting things that I wanted to do, but I was neglecting them for other reasons, which are also important. I feel torn. I feel like I got too much stuff to do. And then I go do my gigs and I'm like, great, I'm going to go home with my my friend and uh, stay at his place and just smoke weed for a night and feel relaxed. And I'm in the midst of doing that. And then just in the moment when I've like... I ordered a Porto. I had some a Porto. I ate it. I was a bit annoyed because I ordered it off Uber Eats. And so you don't get to count that towards your flame rewards points. Which I'm very serious about. So that was disappointing. But anyway, I had my Porto. And I'm like lying down on the couch. Pulling a blanket over me. And kind of starting to go to sleep. And this fucking guy walks in. And just is like calling me a layabout and a bum. And then... I just didn't say anything after that, and then uh, maybe another 10, 15 minutes goes by of this guy just kind of packing his things up and hurling abuse and going, no one's on my side, no one's on my side, and then he finally turns his attention back to me, and he goes, who are you anyway, who are you, again, and I just rolled my eyes at him, and he goes, oh, now you fucking roll your eyes at me, don't you fucking roll your eyes at me, man. I don't even want to do his accent just to... I don't want to act like... Be like I'm making fun of him. But that... Whatever. Hated it. Hated it. Very stressful. I immediately wished that I was at home. Which sucks because I was just trying to hang out with my mate and calm down. So i Let me have another bit of tea. I've worked myself up a little bit here. By the way... Where I am now, since I've been recording, has gone from being like late afternoon to now like early evening. I'm sat in this hire car by the road that I'm about to drive on towards Dubbo. I'm about an hour out of Dubbo. Uh, A nice truck just went by. It was all lit up around me. uh, Oh my God. So this is why today has been so good. This is why today has just been so... Needed. (laughs) So absolutely necessary. We have been waiting for this moment. This is such a necessary moment in our struggle. Today, waking up at that at my mate's place and having that guy be gone he left at like he left at like 1am imagine moving out of a house at 1am and then when he left i was almost asleep but the like there were about four other people there like three housemates one other of our mates who was staying there and then me on the couch and when he left the other four guys poured shots and all che- did cheers i mean imagine being that much of a fucking negative presence in the lives of the people that are around you, that you move out of a place at 1am. Like, that's a really set. I kind of felt bad for that guy because like, all right, he's in a bad living situation and he's taking it into his own hands. He probably should move out if that's how bad he feels. But then why storm into the place and just start hurling abuse at everyone? If you're going to move out, great, move out. This is a happy moment for you, mate. And I fucking never met him, and he's just calling me a layabout from the moment that I'm there. Because of what? I'm just on a couch. God, I fucking hated that cunt. Like, yeah, all right, I'm in your house, and maybe you're not happy with where you live at. But how are you? you, So what? You're just going to come in and, and start... I mean, no wonder he's unhappy if his way to react to being unhappy is to try and make everyone else around him unhappy as well. That's that. That's it, isn't it? If you're unhappy in your life, don't put that on to other people. Don't go, and and I'm angry at you, and I'm going to try and make you feel bad, and I've never met you. Fuck you. What a fucking awful person. And I kind of wanted to just be like, man, why are you having a go at me? You don't know. But I just I didn't have the energy for it, man. I think in my mind, I am someone who I, I I get excited at the idea of confronting someone in a situation like that. I get excited at the idea of, of really trying to get through to this guy and go, look, man, why are you unhappy? Let's not just lash out for no reason. Let's sit down and try and understand why. Why are you lashing out at me right now? Why are you unhappy in the place where you live? But when push comes to shove, like I like being that person in my head and I imagine that I am that person. But when push comes to shove, I don't I'm not, I don't have the energy to sit this guy down and try and empathize with him and connect with him. I don't care. I'm just, I just rolled my eyes at him and fucking turned over on the couch. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I went to bed. I shared a bed with my boy, Kyle Legacy. We su- sucked each other's dicks. Well, I couldn't even su- I couldn't even get through the sentence without stumbling over my words. We chucked each other's chicks. Um. Yeah. We we had gay sex, and then um, we uh. I woke up in the morning. Uh. Had a shower, shaved, left, and thus began my day. Like I just maybe it's just the time by myself and not feeling beholden to anyone else is, is what's making me feel good right now. Cause like, regardless of the fact that I choose the people who surround me and I love the people who are around me, it still takes energy to be around people. Even if I know it's good, it's always like a a fight, isn't it? I don't know if you guys feel that. I feel that a lot where it's like, I enjoy being around people and, uh, there are a lot of people in my life who I love and I love being around them, but it takes energy as well to be around people, pretty much any people. My girlfriends sometimes know because like we, are, you know, when you're like hanging out in bed, then it's like, that doesn't really take much energy. But, um, anytime when you're not in a bed, <laughs> time in my life when I'm not in a bed, I am fucking just <laughs> counting down the minutes until I can be back in a bed. Um, no, that's not true. It's any any time, well, like being around people as fun as it is and as enjoyable as it is and as great as the great moments are, I also need days like today. And I think the last, uh, yeah, like two weeks since I've been away, staying with people, doing gigs, going out to like gigs and just being around people that i kind of know and you know having to be on sorry my mic just um i just cut my mic out because i'm fucking sitting in the car and i sat on the cable anyway what was i saying being around people and having to be on yeah it's draining today so i went from um i went from kyle's house and i went to the city i got this hire car it's a mitsubishi 2020 model what's it called an asx Is it called an ASX, the Australian Stock Exchange? I don't know what it's called. It's got an X in the name, the model of the car. And it's the 2020 and it's done like 1500 Ks when I got it, it had. So um, the lady was trying to convince me to get the insurance. She was just like, you want the, it's like 36 bucks a day to have no excess. So if you damage the car, you never have to pay anything. And I'm like, oh, or it was like to have a thousand dollar excess. It's like $24 a day. And I'm, I've got it for four days. So if I want that 35 a day, that's like 140 bucks more on the... I think the flat hire charge is like 350 It's just too much. No. I don't want to do that. But it is terrifying to have a brand new car and be driving it around and going. If I nudge one thing, it's going to cost me a fucking shitload of money. But um, man, this countryside is just so beautiful. Driving out of Sydney, I got a, I got a, um, not a bagel, what's it called? It's a crumpet? No, a muffin, like an English muffin. Got like a salmon and cream cheese English muffin at this place in Leichhardt in uh, in the inner west of Sydney. Had a coffee, sat on a stoop in the sun, got back in the car. By the way, when I got the car, it took me like half an hour to figure out how to use the keyless ignition, <laughs> I had to get the glove box open and get the manual of the car out and look through that and then be like, it's really wild. Like I've never, I, I think I'm becoming more and more comfortable with the idea of just cars, different cars and like owning a car maybe one day. It really is just an insane piece of machinery, but it's no different to like buying a laptop or a fucking, I don't know, a knife or a whatever, but it comes with an owner's manual, but it's just really complicated, and this owner's manual is thick as fuck, <laughs> and um, it's a, much like a laptop or a new phone. It just has functions, and you can pick what function you need to use, and you, I don't know. I For me, cars have always been different. Maybe it's because you get inside the thing. Maybe it's because it's not like a phone that you hold in your hand or a laptop. It's like a it's a thing that you fucking get inside. It's always felt really daunting to me to own a car or drive a car. But now the more that I drive different cars with there's like, feeling more comfortable hiring cars, I'm driving different cars. And it's like, you know what, it's not actually that wild. And I'm, feel- I'm like, driving this car and it's, like, a brand new car. But I, just, I feel like I still don't really like it that much. Even if it's a new car, I'm like, you know what, the steering it feels like I'm driving some weird toy spaceship. The steering wheel is very light to touch, you know, like I'm used to driving the trucks at work with a real heavy, heavy steering wheel. This one's like, it's just really light. feels like it's a toy. It doesn't feel real. (laughs) Also something about being in a car makes me feel like I can't like be hurt. And I just want to fucking, I just want to run shit over. (laughs) Whenever I'm in a car, I just want to be like that sign. I wonder if I could just hit that sign and knock it over. (laughs) Or like you would lose against a tree, but you know, like just drive like not fast into a fucking thing and knock it over and be like, yeah, I'm in a car, suck shit. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't get the excess on the insurance. Fuck me. I'm a fucking, I'm begging for trouble, aren't I? The thing about insurance is I feel like you got to get at least, you got to get it every time or never. You can't get it sometimes. Like I was like, oh, I'm going to be driving through the country. So maybe I should this time. And it's like, no, if you're going to get insurance, get it every time or get it never. Because if you get it no, it's just, it's fucking gambling, man. Either get insurance or don't get insurance. Anyway, so what did I start this podcast talking about? How nice it is, where I am, and the nice day that I've had. And then I've just talked about all the shitty things, all the the stressful things that have happened to me in the last week. I guess that's what it means to have a nice day, is to go through the bad times, and then to come out the other side, and to finally be able to enjoy the peace and calm of the world. I truly believe that, but I said it in a weird voice, because it still makes me feel like a pussy. It's been a beautiful day. I just got to uh, the town of Orange. I had an amazing Reuben sandwich there from this bakery. Uh, I had a surprisingly good coffee. I bought a uh, merino wool pol- polo like jumper. It's like a rugby style thing. It was a bit cold. I sent my jacket home with my girlfriend and her checked luggage because I don't have enough weight for it in mine. Um but now I don't have anything warm to wear. So I bought this and damn, it feels good. It's autumn out here. So all the trees are like all orange and red and the leaves are falling everywhere on the ground. And it's really cold cause we're in the country and there's not all people around or like warm, you know, concrete buildings to soak up the sun in the day. So it's like really cold. And I'm just by myself driving on the road and listening to Joe Rogan and and Dave Chappelle talked to each other on my radio, on the podcast thing. And I feel very nourished right now is how I feel. And the last week or two hasn't been bad. They haven't been bad at all. They've been great. But I think I really needed this time by myself um, to just be like, to be free. To be free. To be in a car, driving. With, uh, you know, there's money in my bank account enough that I don't need to worry about this, like the next few days is fine. So I don't have that to think about. I don't have really any time constraints other than just get to the place where my gig is, which by the way, at the moment is looking like it's going to be tighter and tighter. I don't know when the gig starts, but I'm about an hour and a bit away. Anyway, whatever. doesn't matter. I've got no time constraints, no money constraints. I've got a car. I got everything I need. And it feels fucking great. And I'm allowed to swear. I think that's the podcast for this week. Thank you guys for listening. This has been Aiden Jones sitting under a tree. Peace.